Harry Connick Jr., a, a pianist, um, apparently, I, I know the name, and I was like, hey, he seems I've heard of a lame, pianist. But, uh, he, he's doing a set, really rocking the shit out of this okay. piano. And he's got a band. It's like a full band. There's playing some kind of like bluesy you know, swing thing. It's really rocking. And this white-ass crowd starts oh. clapping on one <laughs> no and three. Way. One, three, and one, and three. And, and this video, like, he, he like starts looking. He, like, he has a look on his face, and then he 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 start he there, suddenly he do, he throws in this five four oh, uh, measure, and suddenly they're all clapping on two and four, and it's like, and they don't that, even know it, and they don't deserve it. They surely do not deserve it. <laughs> but it's yeah. a real cool video to watch because you just yeah. watch this whole thing, and you're like, oh, you're cringing, and then all of a sudden, wait, wait a minute, they're right, and like he and and somehow all of his bandmates too like they picked are up fucking on it, but like, awesome musicians, so man. Cool. That's cool, so cool. Imagine the, the the thought process where he's like, "Wait, is the delay a whole beat off? It can't be. It's surely not because they are rhythmless, like pasty uh, Caspers. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's the one and the three. That's, and the, no, that's what the world needs to be divided by. Is what beat do you clap on? It's just so natural. Send the other people to fucking Mars. Yeah. God. No, I, I I would normally have been with Grant's way, but. I am impressed with his like wisdom. No, you simply put in a measure of five four. Exactly. Yeah, and bring exactly. them around. Yes. But they're still wrong. Yes. But now all is right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's pretty fucking And they probably they're still wrong. They had, he had a move for it. They're it was like wronging backwards. That was like the the equivalent of like uh Favre calling an audible and throwing the game winning touchdown, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we get a fair amount of Brett Favre references on the podcast. <laughs> well, anytime that he's out there playing, just like a kid. I think they all come from Ben, too. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll, occasion, I'll occasionally double team a ho, yeah, he's just like I know, a kid Grant out there. But, uh, usually yep. they come from Ben. <laughs> Grant helps. When Ben's making those Brett Favre references, he's just like a kid mm. out there. Oh, he's like a kid yeah. out there, yeah. isn't he? Oh, if you go man. back. Just slinging it. I, I, you guys are like, he's making all those Brett Favre references. And I was like, has he ever? I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I missed oh, them. Yeah. He's just like a kid out there. advice every week of course but there are some misguided fools who go other places for their advice um may have, everybody knows what an advice column is i don't think everybody reads them because they're pretty fucked up but um i mean the idea of i don't know ann landers or whoever is the advice person that they're just like you ask me and i'll i'm the right one to give you advice like it's such a fucking ego trip and the other side of it is, you know, if when you hear some of the questions that people ask, you go, geez, is that real? Did that really happen? You know, is somebody really asking for this advice? Or was this completely made up of, like, uh, yeah. I, uh, there, are, there are sometimes in an editorial someone will be talking about, or a politician talks about, you know, I was in Dubuque, Montana, or I don't fucking know. They're in somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a letter from Little Timmy who said, I want you to expand coal subsidy. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Corey. That's where I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a little old lady. He sent me a nickel and said, I hope this buys coal. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> yes. Little that little old lady from a town in the wrong state. But anyway, um, there's, there's a whole thing. I think to reassure you, the listener, that you are in the right place for advice, We I found... 
some questions that were submitted to popular advice columns, and they are all real in as much as they are places that I that I have played. They're in. I stole them directly from those places. I did not change any names or anything else. Um, and we will take our hand at answering these questions. We'll start with some work advice things. I don't know if you guys are listening to this on your way into work, but uh, we'll get you guys ready for a Monday morning. So, morning drive time podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all my road warriors out there. So guys, let's uh let's jump right in. So a reader writes. This is from. There's a website called Ask a Manager. Um, a reader writes in. Uh, I'm going to try to be brief here. She wrote a whole lot, or he. I don't know. I recently made a transition from being the executive director of a nonprofit and responsible for everything, very stressful, to middle management at a much larger government entity. Blah 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 blah. Um, overall, I'm happy with decision or with this decision. I think most people make the transition up the rungs of management, not the other way around. So there isn't that much advice out there on how to peel it back and cool your jets. When I was the executive director, I was on call all the time, evenings and weekends. I never took a lunch and was constantly thinking about the next step for the organization. Now I just don't need to do that, and there is an expectation that I will not, as this would really be stepping outside the bounds of my jobs and would ruffle some some feathers. Blah, 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 blah. I've already run into some problems, running headfirst into a problem to fix it, only to realize there was no expectation that I should, would, or could. I'm finding that my natural inclination is to overstep the boundaries of my job when it's really my boss's job or even their boss's job. Any tips on how to make the move from being in charge to being in middle management and letting others be the boss? Yeah, there's something, there's just really one thing like you want to go out and, and get, and I think it'll solve the problem out of ways you go out and get a fucking life are you kidding me <laughs> yeah i want to work harder than i'm supposed to uh, uh, yeah you, you have nothing else in your life that uh that you can find to do with your time than you want to work more and work on weekends even when you don't have to matt before we berate this simpleton uh, they they clearly are like i don't know how to do this maybe they've been in a, maybe they've been a go getter their whole life and haven't given up yet Uh, Mm. how how do we introduce Mm. them to the world of lowering the bar? Get rid of the bar entirely. I don't even have a bar anymore. (laughs) Grant lives a a completely barless life. He's like a work. Mm. He's a post bar. Post bar. (laughs) Uh, I I think it's funny that it's. I I was saying the advice columnists are like have a crazy ego and they're fucked up. But what that idea of like, but I have to be in charge of everything, and how will everything work without me making every decision everywhere? Yes. Jesus. It doesn't yeah. really. Accept it. You'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my advice for almost any almost any question mm-hmm. is, it doesn't. Accept it. Accept it. You'll die. Yeah. It starts with, it doesn't. Okay. Should I yeah. get a Whopper or a Whopper Junior? It doesn't. Accept it. <laughs> You'll die. die. Yes. Here's what I would suggest. If you need a little, a little, um, a little head start... Uh, here's, here's a little project you can get ahead, a way to get ahead at being middle. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ever bring a code into the office. Yes, I was going to say <laughs> Don't you ever. Thing. You walk Classic. in with a laptop and a water bottle, you walk out with a laptop and a water bottle at any out, at any time. Yeah. At no point bring, at no point have anything that you would need to go to your desk to get before you leave, or to make it look like you are leaving, or to make it look like you just got here. See, I would say traditional office job, 
don't even take the laptop. So that laptop stays, and that way, when you don't wear a jacket, I don't care if you're in Minnesota and you know it's 20 below in the winter, you don't wear a jacket. Uh, and that way, it's just you going in and out. When you walk by, you don't have the laptop, and it's like, oh, maybe he's going to the bathroom. You know? As far Help. as the laptop goes, get used to pouring coffee on it and not using it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, The less you boot that thing and the, and the more keys you forget how to press... It's going to work good for you. Hell, I, I walk out of the office backwards, so when they see my footprints, it only looks like I ever came into the building. <laughs> and they can only tell there's one of you at home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Good, good advice. We got another one. This is also from Ask a Manager. I am a partner in a small business. I need to terminate one of our admins for performance problems. Do you think I should give her notice before I fire her? Um, then he goes on to talk about how, you know, we've let her slide... Um, about stuff, and there have been no verbal or written warnings for the things I should I would have terminated her on the spot, but we were in the very in the middle of a very uh, busy and stressful season that we're still trying to recover from. I want to know if I should tell her that she will be losing her job this week due to poor performance. My partner wants to give her two week severance, and I'm concerned uh, it's going to send a mixed message. Blah 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 blah. So in short, do you? Th- <laughs> uh, I'll go back to it. Do you think that this guy should give her notice before he fires her? What is that? What is that even? What? I, my face is so confused. Okay. Like, let me rephrase the situation. She's the admin has been doing things that he thinks he should have fired her for. Fireable. He has never given her a warning. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it sounds like. Written, and now he wants to fire her. And someone's like, "You should give her a warning before you." He's like, "Why? I would have fired her on the spot before." It's like whatever happens, I hope the next one you read is Dear Ask a Manager, I have I was fired out of the blue. Yeah. My boss only ever said he loved loved me. They gave me a cake in the break room <laughs> right. that said you're fired and then they locked me out. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things wrong here. That's uh, obviously you have to give uh ed- like uh, a heads up when people are are not performing and there's the whole lengthy depending on the size of your you know company whole lengthy series of things you have to do but when you say like do i have to give her notice that i'm firing her i almost get from this guy that his notice is like you will be you are yeah. you are going to be fired next month <laughs> i just want to give mm-hmm. you a heads up so you can prepare that you yeah. are going to be fired friday uh, i will be firing you <laughs> right. this guy is the worst fucking manager of all time i'm not telling you the things that i don't <laughs> like that you do but i am making a mental note and i'm firing your ass as soon as just as soon as we get out of this busy time as soon as <laughs> i have a moment to breathe i'm gonna take all the things that i've been Flooding fester in my fucking head and I'm canning your ass. You know why? Because my dad gave me this job. This is my dad's job. That's why it's my first managerial job. This guy is a... This, this is, it's not even a human. Who who acts like this? Yeah, man. You know why? No, you don't. Because I've never told you ever and I won't. <laughs> I have never let on once that you're doing anything less than satisfactory. I just wanted to say, everything... Like Again, you're doing a bang-up job. I have no problems. Could you go out and get coffee but not come back? <laughs> Sorry, what was the last part? Just got I think the easiest way to fire her would be, yeah, if we send her out for coffee and then we just move to a new building while she's gone. <laughs> and then, then we raise the building lock to the, the ground. the doors and pull the blinds down. We burn it to the ground. <laughs> we raise the building to the ground so that she can't find us. Again, uh, walk backwards. Don't mm. bring your coat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the entire company and the building uh, too, preferably. Okay, so we're going to move on from Ask a Manager. Um to, I saw this on, or it was located at creators.com. So this guy writes in, or this person writes in, I had an excellent career for more than 14 years in information technology, but I made a serious mistake that damaged my career. 
In my most recent position, the first four years were productive and excellent, or were productive with excellent performance reviews, salary increases, and a promotion. In my fifth year, I reported to a new manager who held a different management philosophy. I eventually realized he was trying to force me out to bring in his own team, and I didn't know how to handle it. After leaving the company, I was angry and engaged in activities that resulted in a felony charge for unauthorized access. I received a one-year probation. <laughs> I wrote the manager an apology for my actions. I also went through voluntary counseling. My resume is good, blah, 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 blah. I've been very upfront with my felony, but employers back off. I changed my tactics and waited to explain my record until after receiving a job offer. Each company rescinded its offer. How do I undo the damages? So, looks like a little bit of a rage quit situation. And uh, there, there, there has been a retelling in this person's brain so many times because I can hear the. <laughs> I didn't try and stab him and say "fuck you." We had different managerial, with different managerial practices. He didn't uh-huh. want me to stab him, and I thought that's how I got my manager to get off my ass for smoking. <laughs> Fuck off, Barry. I'm the cigarette it was an access issue. I tried to access his uh, his chest cavity his, his with chest my 12 inch Bowie knife. Access issue. Yeah. Yeah. Access. Unauthorized issue. access. Mm-hmm. Issue. Also, mm. I've been upfront about this. Was your first mistake? Yeah. A uh, second one probably was doing it was the first mistake. Yeah, there was another mistake. In hey, he works in IT. Mm. He knows that the first mistake was uh, in the array zero. So we'll just go to number one. Yeah. He understands yes, this is the second that's one. Mistake zero. Yeah. Mistake zero one. was uh, the original one, but. Uh, yeah, mistake one is telling people, and mistake three is probably owning up to it when they look at your background check. Yeah, that can't be me. That's a different guy. I get this all the time. <laughs> right. I yeah. didn't break nope. into my former company and shit on my boss's desk. I don't know what you're talking about. And I wrote him a, I wrote him an apology, and I attended I was all trying to the access the bathroom <laughs> instead of his wife's car. So yes. you're saying this, this criminal record I'm looking at with your name and your date of birth and your social security number... Is not you. Photograph. Yep, not me. Don't know nothing about it. All right. I can start Monday. Lightning round advice. (laughs) Uh, How do you go forward? Got a good feeling about you. Uh, Starting with Matt. Matt, how does this guy go forward for his next job? Uh, The next uh, person that he goes through an interview with, and it seems like they're not going to hire them, he stabs them in the neck (laughs) with a Bowie knife. (laughs) Grant. Uh, I'd say the next time he gets a job offer... Uh, say take it to backsies, and then before <laughs> they can, before he brings up the felony. <laughs> Great idea. No tap backs, Corey. Why are you waiting for a job offer? Just start accessing things. You don't need authorization. <laughs> <laughs> right. Access a- yourself a job, pussy. Come yeah. on. <laughs> what are you doing here? I accessed myself in. It's a skill I have. Uh. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, the next one, um, this one, back to askamanager.com. Person writes in, So this question is more just truly bizarre than anything, but recently a coworker of mine has decided she is now British and has been regularly slipping into a thick British accent. On one hand, I guess live your life. On the other hand, what? It's truly impossible (laughs) not to notice and has been gradually noticed by hordes of people within the office at this point, Yet no one really knows how to process this new information. I suppose it, it isn't harming anybody. Do we just carry on at normal? Is this what life is now? So, coworker just start just now uses a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
me, governor. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what you say, lads? Um, I would start wearing a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> She's really, uh, that bitch is fast enough to join, if anything. She's made yeah. it okay to, yeah. to cosplay in uh, British style. Yeah, you, wear, you come in as classy as fuck. I have a follow-up question. Can you do a better British accent? Do that. <laughs> you need to counterpunch with your yeah. own accent, your own yeah. clothing yeah. choice. Like, you need to do something <laughs> more ridiculous. Like, you need to step it up and then wait for them to... Something that you are sure they will call you out for. Mm-hmm. Then you can call them out. Now, mm-hmm. disclaimer. What Grant is saying goes up to but does not include racist yes, things to say. get that notice. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> Corey, so yeah, uh, that that person just goes in in blackface the next day, and that lady's like, "What? What's that?" It's like, "Well, what's up with the British accent then?" Yeah. Oh, she can do it. She can say governor, but I can't black up. Whoa. What's this world coming to? Matt, what do you do? I every single conversation I have with her. In fact, I would go out of my way to have more conversations with her <laughs> near the water cooler, or whatever. I would I would start by saying something about my background and immediately flip it over to her and just watch how like force her to somehow explain the British accent. Water so that I'd plant. Be, you know, like yep. well, where I grew up in Ohio, you know, so and so. Well, you grew up. Did you grow up in Ohio? Where did you grow up, Kathy? Mm-hmm. You know, and ha- and I would force her to be like, I grew up in Georgia. You know, like <laughs> how she would possibly <laughs> square the circle there. I would put it back on her every single time. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great idea. I think poke I, at mental illness, says Matt. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> in, in general, heal it. Come on, they can do something fun. My yeah. advice with this is my advice is like Jesus. Just let it ride. Work is stupid enough. Like just now, you got something real crazy happening there. That's fun. Just enjoy the show. Lucky you. That's what I say. All right, we got one last one on work. Um, so th- someone writes in. This was from Slate.com, uh, but someone writes in. My management team and I like to do a monthly company-wide meeting to show everybody the progress on our current projects as a way of keeping everyone in touch with the direction the office is going. It's doing very well. The meetings aren't long, 30 minutes tops, but it seems like people are apathetic and have to be cajoled to leave their desks. From what I've heard, people just want to do their work, and this is, quotes, just a job after all, unquote. I want to grab them by the shoulders and shake them. Don't they realize how lucky they are to work in a place that cares about their well-being, where everybody goes home at six, unheard of in our industry? I'd expect our team to be passionate about their work, but does that passion only thrive in stressful environments? I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on staff engagement. I have one instant suggestion to this person, is to avoid daylight, you vampire. Fuck you. Why don't you love the company? My instant advice was, please don't have children. (laughs) (laughs) I want to grab them and shake them. To grab them by their genitals and shake them really hard until it rips off. You're so lucky to have a job. Well, where people care about you enough to force you to go to meetings and are upset about your reaction isn't passionate. I can't believe you don't like that. Like, you're pissed that I'm mad that you're pissed. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of uh, weird bootstrapping is going on here? This is such a great place to work. They should all be grateful for it. And nope, 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 nope. We just nope, want to do this meeting, nope. and also, like, this is just an update on how other stuff is going. And these people say it's just a job. I just want to do my work, and he's pissed about yeah. that. <laughs> I just want to do my work. Yes. Oh my god, they want to do their. 
This oh is a God. family. We're <laughs> like, a family. I was so pissed about this, I didn't even realize that they're like, just let me work. You're slowing me down. Get yeah. in here and smile. Like, can I do work? <laughs> Look, you can have... There's Anyone who's worked multiple places, you have things to compare, and you can say there are better places to work than others for sure. Oh, yeah. And there are places where you go, wow, I've got better benefits, or this place is more relaxed about this thing. And it to me, then, it, it's better, or they seems like they care about me more. That can all be true to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, you are a row on a spreadsheet. Don't forget it, and the company does not give a fuck about you as a person. Like that's just bottom line. The funny thing, Matt, is that the uh, that is what's really going on. And then they all like they. It's in the company values how it's like we're a family or something. But mm-hmm. this motherfucker believes it. He's like, I know. Where are we all a family? Like that. It says right here, we're a family. You fucking... Why is no one smiling? I requested to have a good time, like, specifically. Like, I put Jesus. it in your Outlook calendar. Smile right now. But I assume he works at the Olive Garden, right? Is this the... Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to... But speaking of family, let's, and, uh, let's, let's move into relationships and family stuff. Um, I'm going to have to go quickly. We've got a, we've got a lot more to get through here. But um, Okay, so this, this person writes, I recently discovered that my boyfriend of almost two years was stalking me for over a year before we met. Um, this is, mm. for context, this is the best relationship I've ever had until recently. Um, he's perfect for me. He's thoughtful, funny, caring, and so supportive. I've been in abusive relationships. Um, he's never been violent with me. Helps me get through my trauma, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was on his computer to print something that I found. Fa- then I found a file with my name on it. I did a search for my full name to quickly find the document I had sent over to print. And this other one came up in another folder. Um, the document had last been edited uh, before we met. I opened it and felt like I stepped into a horror movie. It was full of information about me. Jobs, hobbies, friends, ex-boyfriends, favorite coffee shop, which was the place where we met. Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He walked in on me looking at it, and I yelled at him. But he's like convinced me to stay so far. I was really freaked out and panicked. What, what should I do? <laughs> Is this a deal breaker? <laughs> an interesting situation this stalker is the best relationship i've ever been in mm-hmm. run but not upstairs yeah uh, because that's that's how they they trap you he'll yeah. he's coming after yep. you with a knife run out the front door i would put modest back. clothes on and run out uh you're trying to be the final girl is in any way that you can this is a horror yes. movie ranch style housing is good i'm curious uh do we need to give advice to someone who is surely a suit of skin hanging in a closet somewhere. <laughs> right at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, if uh, I were you, I would recommend slowly decomposing in a pit of lime. Especially, <laughs> I mean, if we're, if we're running short on time, I mean, that's, can, we, can, we can toss, we can triage away these lost causes, right? I say, it's interesting because there's three run immediately, and I'm like, hey, the motherfucker did his homework, you know? Uh, <laughs> he knows all my favorite shit. <laughs> he knows all He's my favorite He's always been shit. there for me, even when I didn't yep. know he was around. Yes, exactly. You call it stalking, I call it thoroughly vetting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nuts, huh? Um... Okay, here's another one. My mother-in-law... This was also from Slate. Um, this is into... They have a column, Dear Prudence, or Dear Prudy. So I got a bunch of those. Um, my mother-in-law hates me and makes no bo- bones about it when she and I are alone. My husband doesn't believe me, and she even gloats about that. We have to attend family functions at her home about once a month. The problems... The problem is that after each visit, I wind up with a bad case of diarrhea. My husband does not. 
I don't know if anyone else is infected or affected because if I asked, it would get back to her. I suspect she's putting something in my food or drink. Um, uh, I've even thought about wearing adult undergarments to make sure I don't ruin the car's upholstery on the ride home. Do you have any other advice? Well, I mean, step one is shit in her bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Counterpunch with poison. Yeah, more poison. (laughs) What's good for the goose is good for being poisoned in your mother-in-law. I don't know what that phrase is. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a felony, but mail it back to her. (laughs) The diarrhea? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I say recognize greatness when you're in the company of greatness. This is fucking awesome, (laughs) and all you can do is hope to emulate that when you're with your own... children-in-laws like the fact that that <laughs> she says in private i hate you but yeah. then refuse but like he doesn't uh, even believe you does what he? a mind fuck this is amazing i <laughs> <Yeah>. love it <laughs> i would suggest getting on one of those um little scooters you can little electric scooters you can rent around town and drive it around without a helmet trip on something fall forward and break your jaw have it wired shut so when you go over to her house you can't eat anything and see if that's uh now that is some that's the advice. control that's nice. the control visit don't yeah. even have water Sorry, yeah. I can't open my mouth. Yeah. Maybe it's just stress diarrhea. Have you ever thought of that, you fucking idiot? <laughs> God, no wonder she hates you. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another question. Another uh, Dear Prudy. I recently got engaged to my wonderful fiancé. Immediately after announcing the engagement, my future sister-in-law sent me down for a serious chat. She said she is currently saving up for breast implants and doesn't want us to marry until she gets them done. She told me she wants to have one family wedding album where she looks perfect and will be heartbroken if I got married against her wishes. Trouble is, my fiancé says we should hold off for this reason. He knows his sister will cause a bunch of trouble. Blah, blah, blah. He thinks since we live together, there's no hurry for marriage anyway. Um, blah, 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 blah. He says the other option is to pay for the breast implants ourselves. Am I crazy for marrying into this family? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey with the yes right off the bat. Uh, I, I didn't know what the question was going to be until the end, and then I was like, we don't mm. even have to... Am I crazy for marrying into this family? I thought it was going to be like, do I put the wedding off? Do I... When he's like, oh, she's doing the breast thing about the wedding? Uh, we, it's no big deal. Like, she's crazy. She's going to ruin it anyway. Like, yeah. Right. That's a... Is he a tall, dark, handsome red flag? Like, mm. <laughs> he's not. His sister is. Grant, what do you think? Mm, uh, it's, I... You don't have, this isn't like a turn and run, dear God, but it's like, well, come on, there's, is there no one else? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's I, lots of people. Is I'd lower no the bar, else? lower yeah. the bar down to stalker, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you find that nice stalker from the other article? Should we pay mm. for her breasts so we can get married earlier? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean... Look, you can you can have fun with it. We we waited. It's it, the date. Save the date till July twelfth because that's when Karen will get her tits. That's what this is all about. She's she's our complaining. wedding photos are a really big deal for my sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I gotta look hot in your pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of looking like a skank in all of your photos. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what do you think? You gonna pay for them titties? Yeah, you're crazy if you don't like titties. I mean, who doesn't want more titties in their wedding album? Like, you motherfuckers are sending them out to college, but you won't send tits to a wedding. If I could have afforded it, I would have made sure all of you got boob jobs before my wedding. <laughs> I was about to say, man, if you had the cash, I, I would have showed up with some tits. Right. Mm-hmm. How, how great. How, like, it's an enhancement, and all of those photos would be enhanced. Side note. If you look at you can see me, like, sticking up my chest. And yeah, I appreciate pictures. it. I'm, real, I'm I trying to it. put it out there, man. Matt, do yeah. me a favor. 
Matt, the next before you get married the next time, I know you've been wanting to get married again, but would you hold off until you can afford to buy all of us tits? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a tough one. That's a, that's a tough one, but I got an easy one for you. Okay. Also, dear Prudy from Slate. My husband and I have resolved to be more open about our sexual desires after a long, quote, dry spell, unquote. I'm going to say no. Which has really <laughs> revitalized all aspects of our relationships and made us much happier. We often dress up during sex, which is really fun, but recently he confessed a desire that gave me pause. He wants me to dress up as a casual, casual acquaintance of ours. He wants to call me her name and for me to wear a very particular kind of clothing that she wears. I'm not sure what to think. It's kind of gross. Also suggests he'd rather be sleeping with her. Then again, maybe I should be glad he's not making do with what he's got. Uh, or be glad that he's not and he's making do with what he's got, which is me. What should I do? He's not, it's not, it doesn't suggest that. It's a directly stating. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is not, what I want. a suggestion. Here's my I advice. wish you were her. Yeah. So yeah. can you dress up like her and wear clothes <clears throat> like her and smell like her and look like her while and I have I'll sex? I'll call you her. And I will and call, call you her. That was part of it specifically. Yeah, yeah. And I will so call you her. I name. would... I, I watched say, Vertigo recently, anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would say, if you want to be happy, give up on that idea, change your name to her name, and start dressing like her, and just give in. <laughs> yeah. Give in and let, let, the, uh, let the, uh, the fact that you, f- you, you, you now fit a slot that someone has assigned for you be the closest thing you'll have to joy. <laughs> I say that you agree, and you dress up like her, he calls you her name, but then you just act like a total shithead as her. It's like you just like yeah. you fart a lot and you don't brush your Ooh, teeth and you're all I'm like so bloated. Yeah. Oh, I'm Allison. Oh God, I'm so gross. Oh God, just have diarrhea the whole yeah, time. Yeah, make sure you have really bad mm-hmm. diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. go to that See, one guy's house and eat. That's food. the key to relationship. Told you diarrhea. guys that one was fucking easy. Roiling bowels. Um, here's a little more family one. Um. So, my husband and I moved to a city a few hours away from my family after we got married. Shortly before our first child was born, I bought an internet-enabled video camera to use as a baby monitor. Out of guilt that my parents don't live by, I allowed them access to the camera through their phones so they could see their grandchild regularly. This turned, into be, turned out to be a huge mistake. Oh, really? Um, anytime they see something on the camera they don't approve of, they let me know. I get harassed for not putting socks on him, for example, uh, while he's sleeping. Um, the camera has a feature which allows viewers to talk to us through the camera. So my parents randomly start oh talking to God. them. <laughs> if my son is throwing a tantrum, they will come on and say, stop that crying. I've told them that I don't appreciate their interjections, but it hasn't stopped. My son is now two. We have another one on the way. Um, I'm worried that if I change the password, that it will cause World War Three. What, what What is the best way to do it without ruffling their feathers? <laughs> Grant <What>? looks horrified. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I made the worst mistake you could possibly make. <laughs> How do I ruffle feathers without ruffling feathers? Uh, yeah. Can you imagine, like, you the, don't. Like, the Baron Harkonnen, like, slovenly, like, sitting in front of it, like, now do this to the baby, like, just staring at the monitor day in and day out. You have no life. Put socks on the baby. <laughs> oh. this, is, this is an easy solution, guys. Have you seen the movie Speed? <laughs> wait, if the, wait, so wait, wait, wait. If the baby goes less than 50 miles an hour. If the baby hour, goes less than 50 miles an hour, the house blows up. Uh, no, you just slip in a looped tape, and for the next 10 <laughs> years, they think you that go. you're changing that diaper. Beautiful. She's so bad at that diaper. Again, look, she's powder right. everywhere. Every yeah. time, Diane. Every time. Yeah. She's not even listening to me. That bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a you. You made yourself a, a fine bed, so in, enjoy the, the comfort of it, you idiot. Oh, God, no way to do this without ripping your, it off. 
my having, advice for most of these people is what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Regardless yeah. of the kid, imagine your in-laws having video and, and audio access to you. The audio is like and, the video yeah, is the one that, thing, but then it's like, oh, and they can talk to me and anytime. They can oh, comment my at God. any time. Yeah. 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 You are a fucking moron. Yeah. There's probably not a lot helping you because you make terrible decisions. <laughs> this is not the only thing that's going on right now. Dear Prudy, I uh, conducted a ritual and opened the gates to hell, and now hell is here. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got two more. All right, real quick, as we're just because it came up. Look, these cameras, a lot of them nowadays have that audio feature where you can talk. And I bought some cameras for our outdoor. And when we first got it, you want to test out all the features. Uh So, yes, Aaron was doing some gardening outside. (laughs) And I started making fart noises with the microphone. (laughs) And I had myself a hell of an afternoon as she constantly was looking up. She doesn't know this, by the way. And uh, we'll, we'll find out. I still never told her. We'll see if she listens to this Matt, episode. I, I will, say, I will if, find out. If that, she uh, listens awesome. as often as my wife does, she will never find she out. She probably won't. She probably won't know. But I, I was just going, <laughs> and then I would watch her go, what the fuck is that? She would like walk around the garden. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. I had to come clean. No, thanks. That's, oh, God. Now that is some real advice. I had to unburden my soul from these farts. These hilarious <laughs> farts. <laughs> okay. Um, so... This person writes in, this is another Dear Prudy. Three months ago, my wife and I had a calm disagreement over whether we should start a family. A few nights later, I replayed the conversation in my mind and got extremely angry about it. I went into the bathroom and flushed her birth control pills down the toilet and left the empty (laughs) case on the counter and then went back to bed. When I woke up in the morning, I was ashamed of myself, but knew she had already seen what I had done. She never confronted me about it, but has displayed strange behavior since then. She is unusually quiet and acts withdrawn. Her body language has changed. And although we still have sex, it is different than it was before. In addition, she is constantly taking phone calls in private and leaving the house on superfluous errands. I realize I made a mistake, but I don't think it's fair that she continues to punish me for it by avoiding me. I want to ask my wife for us both to give up our smartphones and share one car so we can work on communication. I don't want to fall into the same trap of doing something rash and then regret- regretting it later. How can I talk to my wife calmly about <laughs> like, her behavior? About her behavior? Her, uh, her behavior, yes. She's the real problem. <laughs> so here. I acted out in a violent way and never brought it up, and she's being weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> How do I talk to her about her bad behavior? Should we go to one car and I hide her phone? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do anything rash. <laughs> so... Here's the thing. I overreacted by controlling her a little more than I usually do, and now she's out of control. Yeah. Should I control her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, here, here's my true advice. My true advice is look out for the fucking dust bowl because you live in the 19, like, 20s. What the hell are you thinking? You can't treat women like property. Uh. <laughs> Great Depression is going to be a fucker. <laughs> I like the idea of doing Sorry something rash where it's like, we had a calm disagreement. But then I thought it over in my head, and boy, did I get mad how I had it the second time. (laughs) She wasn't a part of it. I can't believe we discussed that rationally. That makes me mad. Dude, you ever fucking... uh, You've either been on the giving or receiving end of this. You had a dream, or your partner has a dream about you, and they don't like what you did in the dream, and then they're mad at you, and they have, like, mad vibes the next day. That's what he's doing. It's like, but in the dream, you ate all of them. And it's like... (laughs) 
you want me to do about that? I'm not sure how to go forward. I'm pretty sure I legally can't apologize for that. No, in my dream, I didn't. Yes. In my dream, you should have seen how many I didn't eat. Uh, you never give credit for the things I dreamed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys got any parting advice for this person? Give up? Yeah. Again. Uh... There's lots of good dating websites out there. Uh, you should start making a couple accounts. <laughs> yep. Get ready. Yeah. Put this story in your profile, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. I'd be right up front with this. Yep. I have to recuse myself from giving advice on this one as your <laughs> wife has hired me f- as her divorce lawyer. <laughs> and uh, for those secret phone calls that she keeps making. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. We got an easy one to round, to to close up to shop today. So this is from a website called U Express. This person writes in, I love trains. I can imitate a train whistle, and I like doing it. I learned how to do it about 10 years ago by listening to train whistles for many years. I'm in my 30s now. I know there are places I shouldn't do it. Some people, <laughs> I, some people I know like to hear me do it anywhere. Others no. say I should... Others say I should do it only outside. Still others say don't do it at all. When I see and hear a train, I will sometimes automatically whistle. It's not the best thing to do, I suppose, but it's not the worst either. I don't drink, smoke, or do drugs, and I'm fairly healthy. What do you think of my imitating a train whistle? Have you ever heard of anyone doing this? My advice is, first off, let me hear that train whistle, buddy. (laughs) Let me hear that shit. It might be pretty good. Yeah. And I do want to uh, hear it. Second, don't you worry. You're, you just, I want you to, you just live your life and I want you to rest your head on your sweet pillow on your race car bed. Mm. <laughs> and you just sleep soundly and you make train whistles whenever you want, buddy. Uh, My advice is uh, drink, smoke, or do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Get something else going here, fuck you, buddy. Mm. Uh, My advice is drink, smoke, and do drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, there you have it, folks. Uh, a lot of good advice. We can do it easily. We got we got a whole bunch of them done just in this short episode. Yeah, little Captain Travis, are you a fucking psychopath? Uh, maybe you've got some similar problems. If you do, we'll be happy to give you advice. Uh, Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, if you'd like to start stalking us, a great place to do it is on Instagram, uh, where you can find pictures that we may post. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, you should follow us on Twitter. We're the profile that walks backwards and doesn't wear a coat. Uh, we're on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. <laughs> and if you like the show, whistle real loud every time your mother-in-law gives you a diarrhea. <laughs> Let the world know. It sounds just like a train. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot of diarrhea. (laughs) Dear whoever, some people lie to me and tell me they like my train whistle noise. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Oh, God, my pants. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 129. I have several long cons. Let's hear some. I was reminded of one when I made a joke earlier. 
concerning one Paul Hogan, whom my beloved (laughs) older brothers, who I trusted implicitly as a child, told me was the brother of Hulk Hogan, which I then believed for many years. Which brother would have told you that? I don't know, but you all told me many lies. As far as I'm concerned, you're all guilty. That sounds like a good Matt one, but uh, whoever did it, I, I owe you a beer. That's to great. my defense, I was less malicious and more stupid. So if, <laughs> if it was me, <laughs> you ask Corey, he's playing guitar and just lifts a headphone. Huh? What? Yeah, yeah, the brothers and shit, <laughs> yeah, some shit like that. Uh, his brother. Why? It was guitar, something guitar, like guitar. we were watching Crocodile Dundee on TV, and <laughs> one of you had mentioned something as actor Paul Hogan, I'm like Paul Hogan, and then you just like. Whoever it was just made, like, yeah, you know Hulk Hogan? Yeah, it's his brother. <laughs> and then you're, like, laughing probably, but I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Okay, this con <laughs> yeah. is so good. I was, like, as soon as you said, I was like, oh, Paul Hogan, the, oh, Crocodile Dundee. Aren't they brothers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really so. hope that now I'm doubting it. the Maybe payoff of this con was that, like, at the Quiz Bowl Championship, the, last, the final <laughs> question, uh, you were adamant that. Paul Hogan was Hulk Hogan's brother. Name one of Paul Hogan's brothers. <laughs> is the yes. Classic sixth grade. Classic question to the sixth grade. Yes. <laughs> so get your hands on the buzzers. It's going to be about who rings in first, not mm-hmm. who knows it this time. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> it's all about uh, reflexes. Name one of Paul Hogan's brothers. Australian actor. Just one. Paul Hogan. We only need one. It could be anyone. Of his brothers. <laughs>